The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Director of Outreach Ministry at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms with Rev. Galen McDowell. I'm Reverend McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. Christ Universal Temple was founded by the legendary Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. So check us out when you're in the area, or check us out at www.cutemple.org. Today's show is about attention and intention, and how working with these two concepts will help us manifest or live from our power. If you remember, the last three shows have been about living from your power. Um, The first show was basically talking about what does living from your power actually mean, Uh, living in the context of understanding that we have to stay or keep this power in existence. Living from our power means that there's something within us that we call the Christ, the spirit, the I am truth, whatever term you choose to use, that is your true nature. And only by learning to live from our true nature are we really living from our power, not from our human uh, experiences, not from our past, not from our traditions, uh, not from our cultures, not devaluing any of those things, but only by realizing that the presence and power of God resides within you and by living and keeping your mind in the present allows you to manifest the presence of God in your experience. On the next show, or the second show, we talked about uh, understanding God is divine law. We talked a lot about the concept of thoughts held in mind produced after their own kind. We talked about um, how God is divine law. Some people call it uh, reaping what you sow, what comes around goes around. Uh, some people call it karma, whatever the term you choose to use. We have we have to understand that we live in a universe that is governed by divine law. And when we understand divine law, we can uh, create experiences that are consistent with uh, the harmony that we desire. The third show, we talked a lot about prayer and how Jesus used the power of prayer. And we talked about several layers of prayer. We talked about prayer as communion with God. We talked about uh, meditation. We talked about, which is conscious thoughts on the aspects of God. We talked about uh, the silence, becoming still, the be still and know that I am God aspect of the silence so we can learn how to listen 
to spirit. Listen to guidance uh, and and stay consciously connected to our power. So today we're going to talk about attention and intention. And obviously, you know, we want call in callers, um, call in callers, people to call in and um, ask questions or give your comments so we can uh, discuss it. Uh, the the word attention means directing the mind to an object. There's a statement said around new thought circles where your attention goes, the power flows, where your attention goes, the power flows. See, the mind is a magnet and it attracts its ruling state. So what we have to realize is that when we're giving our attention to a thing, we're actually um, attracting ourselves to it. We're actually saying, this is what I want more of. Many times people give all of their attention to things that they don't want. Uh, they feel things that they don't want. They talk about things they don't want. They engage in things they don't want. But what gets your attention gets your power. Um, now, let me be perfectly clear on this. Just because you can have experiences that might not be what you would call your highest good does not mean that they have to have your attention. Say, for instance, that you're going through uh, a health experience. We're going to be talking about after this uh, episode, the next several episodes of the show will be on spiritual healing. But if you're going through a, a physical challenge, we have to learn how to put our attention on the truth about God and the truth about ourselves and not on the illness. It doesn't mean that that automatically that illness will go away. It can. It can transform, transmute like that. That is possible. Why? Because with God, all things are possible. But as long as we're focused on what's wrong or what we perceive as wrong, then our mind and the energy and the power cannot focus and go towards that which we're seeking to accomplish. Uh, if you're trying to uh, go to, say, for instance, you live near a lake or, or the ocean and you're trying to get to the lake and on the way to the lake, you have a flat tire. You can stand there on the side of the road arguing and fussing about why the tire is flat or you can get your hands dirty and, and put the spare on and get to where you're going. If seeking health of being health is what you desire, then the mind, the feelings, the words, the actions, the reactions have to stay focused on your goal. Now, Emmett Fox in the mental equivalent, he uses an example of attention, I think it's, I think it's in the mental equivalent, yes, that says, don't tell the mind, this is the gist of it, this is not a direct quote, don't don't give the mind something to fight against, or in other words, don't tell the mind, don't think about the Empire State Building, or don't tell the mind, don't think about the shoes in your closet, because the moment you say that, your mind automatically goes to where it's been guided. So we have to learn how to guide our minds where we want it to go, because again, where the energy of your mind goes, the power flows, and what we radiate mentally, we are, we also attract. What we radiate, we attract. We have to always remind ourselves of that. That that thought is mental vibrational impulse. Therefore, therefore, when we 
are thinking and feeling and speaking, we're actually sending out energy that 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 will draw or attract to us things that are consistent with our own dominant states of mind. So let me ask you this question, online unity community. What is getting all of your attention right now? What is occupying your mind? What is occupying your conversation? And are those the things that you desire in your life? Because if they're not what you are desiring, why are you thinking about it? Why are you feeling it so deeply? Why do you believe so strongly in it? Why are you talking about it with everybody you have the opportunity to talk about it with? See, we create our own bondage with our own minds and our own mouths. If you don't want it, put your mind on what you do want. Put your conversation on what you do want. You can argue about what is wrong with yourself or others, but that will not change the fact that it does not solve anything. When it's all said and done, if you want to become solution-oriented, you have to put your mind on the solution and not focus on the problem because you can argue about who did this and why they did that and you did that, et cetera, et cetera, and, and that could be in any aspect of your life, your job your family, your, your uh, you know, if you volunteer for any faith base or church or uh, community um, or any other thing that you're interested in, when it's all said and done, it's always going to be interaction between people which can create conflict. Now, if that is the case, are you putting your attention on that or, or on what is actually needed in that community, needed in that experience, needed in that relationship? You can fight all day, and it doesn't solve anything because your attention is on the wrong thing. The attention is on the problem, and the problem is always in the past. So how is life occurring to you right now? You know, I think I used in the previous uh, episode the example of a lady who might be, for instance, abused by her husband, and if... Uh, he does any type of motions with his hands, she might brace to get hit because in her mind, she could get hit at any moment. So she has to be defensive. Now, we we meet life like that because our attention is on things that have hurt us. Our attention is on things that we feel has caused us suffering. Our attention is on things that we feel as though uh, disappointed us, et cetera, et cetera. What ends up happening is we brace ourselves for pain and for disappointment. And because of that, we're not creating the space that we want in our lives. We're actually reacting, reacting to the past. And it's very important that we realize that. How is life occurring to me? Do I really believe in a life of possibility? Do I really believe in a life that can be transformed? Do I really believe that I'm living in a universe that that is on my side, that I do have the opportunity to live uh, a life of well-being and wholeness. How is life occurring to you? See, because it's natural that to be cynical 
when you think that the only thing that you're uh, that that you can have out of life is pain, suffering, drama, and trauma. But when you actually step back and say, wait a minute, life doesn't have to be this way for me. And then possibly gain the realization that life doesn't have to be that way for anybody. That's really important. Now, we're also talking about intention. Intention is the act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. Intent is purpose. Intent is design. So you have to ask yourself when you are giving your attention to something, what is your intention in doing that? See, if you say you desire something, say, for instance, you're, you're, you have some goals that you're, you're putting your attention on right now. And you have to ask yourself, what is my intention for this? What do I seek to get out of this? What is the purpose for me doing this? What is the what design? How would this help me design my life? See, many times uh, we deal with life too randomly and we don't have intent behind the things that we do. We're just meeting life and Wherever the wind blows us, we go. Whoever shows up, we go with. And what ends up happening is because we have no plan, no intent, we look up years down the line and life is the same. You know, uh, Robert Shuler used to say, um, you know, people don't uh, fail, plan to fail. They fail to plan. So when we realize that intent involves having some plans and having plans means you got to have some goals because a goal is a dream with a deadline. In other words, my intent should be measurable. So it's, it's really important that whatever you're giving your attention to, you have an intent for because without an intention, then you don't know if you uh, what this is doing in your experience. In other words, how can you measure if something is effective or not effective if it's proper for you if you don't have an intent for it? Things should just not show up in your life and stay there without your consent. And your consent is giving it your intention that is measurable. Now, this is important at two levels because intention works at more than one level. There's the intent that you have with your own mind. And then there's the intent of God or the intent of universal spirit, divine principle, whatever term you like to use. And the gospel of Luke, it is written in chapter 12, verse 32. Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So this scripture tells us, or Jesus is telling us in the scripture, that God has an intent. In the Universal Foundation for Better Living, which uh, Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman created in 1974, um, we have statements of faith. And the first statement of faith is, we believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy life happy, and prosperous life. Now, 
That's for everybody. We believe it is God's will, purpose, intent that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. Not some people, not uh, people that are born on the, on the right side of the tracks, not certain races, not uh, based upon anything other than you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe governed by spiritual law. You're an expression of God. Therefore, it is God's will. Now, why do we teach that? Because we teach that God's nature is absolute good. God's essential character is absolute good. Therefore, God's will or intent has to be in, in alignment with God's nature. So God is not giving us anything that is inconsistent with God's character. So when we pray things like, not my will, thy will be done, we can be absolutely sure that the only thing that can come out of that prayer is absolute good because God's nature or essential character is absolute good. So when we realize that God has an intent for me, just like everything else in the world has an intent, but I have to accept the intent for it to express in my life. Um, there's a statement that's used in New Thought Circles the primary cause of suffering is forgetfulness, forgetfulness of our divine nature of spiritual beings with dominion over our thoughts and feelings. We have forgotten who we are because we've forgotten who and what we are. In God, we suffer. But suffering is not uh, willed on us or upon us by God. It is our misconceptions and misperceptions that create suffering. Now, I'd like to hear uh, what you have to say about this subject of attention and intention. I would like you to call in to 888-558-6489. That's 888-558-6489. So we can discuss it. If you have any questions or comments, also, I uh, would like to remind you that this station is supported by your donations, so please click on the donate button and give so we can continue to spread this life-transforming message to the world. Don't forget that Online Unity Radio has a cruise. And as we are preparing to do this cruise in November, you can be a part of it. So you can click on unity.fm forward slash cruise on the website. You can also click on there. And they have a number you can call. And also remember that you need to let people know that Reverend Galen McDowell sent you. Thank you uh, for your consciousness. And I'm looking forward to talking with you after the break. Give me a call. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you.
Any time a situation seems confusing or hopeless, most likely I am viewing it from a perspective of human limitation. Instead, I have the innate power to see any circumstance from a spiritual perspective by turning to God in prayer. If I am seeing only problems and not solutions, illness and not wholeness, lack and not abundance, I sit quietly in the silence and reestablish my oneness with God, affirming wisdom, wholeness, and abundance. I begin to see things differently, at one with infinite possibility. I scale the heights of human awareness and view the world as from above. Expressing oneness with God in all that I think, say, and do, I allow my spirit to soar. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word, inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. You have a good life and are grateful for it. But what if you stretched beyond good and shifted to amazing? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of the First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an amazing life. Transcend the need for acceptance of others and be an example of living the truth. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an amazing life right now? Learn how each week on From Good to Amazing, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Transforms. We have a caller on the line that has a question about attention and intention. Reverend Bobby, are you there? I am here, Reverend Galen. How are you this morning? I am excellent. How about yourself? I am doing exactly the same. My question is, My question is, and you were talking about intention and attention and how they correlate together. If, in fact, someone has an intention to accomplish a certain thing, how does that intention to accomplish that thing affect where your attention is placed? Okay, that's an excellent question. Um, I think once a person has a clear intention, what it does is it makes the mind selective. For instance, um, I remember um, when I bought a particular type of car, I had an intent that I wanted this particular type of car. And 
once I made the intention to get this particular type of car, I started to notice it everywhere. I didn't realize so many people had the same type of car, the same type of color even that I wanted. And because my mind became focused on a particular thing, it started to block out things that were inconsistent with what I didn't want. So it is important to have a very strong intent because even though I was speaking about attention then intention, it also works the other way. Once you have a firm intent, then everything that that you start to see is consistent with your intention. So your attention is automatically drawn to everything that is in alignment with your intent. This is why intention is so powerful. We have to be careful where we, what we focus on, what we say we want to accomplish in our lives directly or indirectly. Because say, for instance, if your intent is on uh, not being happy, then everywhere, everywhere you go and everything you see will upset you. But if your intention is on peace and harmony and love, then you will look for opportunities to express and be love in that experience. Your your attention will automatically be drawn to situations and experiences and opportunities. Many times when you are open and receptive to an intent, windows or doors start to open metaphorically, of course, and and Mm -hmm. things that you didn't see previously were always there. But until your intent is there, you don't see it. You know, it's it's really important. Um, For instance. You know, Jesus was the master of giving people intent. Yeah. You know, people, um, the the man sitting at the side of the um, at the side of the pool in the Bethsaida, when uh, he had been there, I believe the scripture says thirty eight years. Yeah. And according to the story, um, he was he was um, immobile, and every, once a year, an angel was supposed to dip into the water, and it made the water a healing pool, and the first person in the pool received a healing and um and what is important out of that story is he stayed there for many years and when jesus came to that area he stated that jesus walked up to him and um, the man was talking about you know giving jesus his story you know his story, which was, you know, I try to get down there. Somebody always beats me there. He was paying attention yeah. to everything else other than it's time to be healed. Because right. in 38 years, if so, I would have had to pay somebody to throw me in the water at the time, it would have happened. But we have to make sure that we uh, keep our mind on what we desire. And so he was looking at everything else. So what Jesus did was he just laser beam focused on the man and just simply said, do you want to be healed? <laughs> because, because once that intent is there, do yeah. you want to be healed? Boom. That's an intent. And then once that happened, all of the energy that was necessary for the healing, all of the attention that was necessary for the healing manifested itself. And not only did Jesus was the man healed, the man took the bed that he was lying on all, all that time and took it away with him. You know, Jesus was good for telling people, pick up your pick up your bed and walk. Well, the one thing I like about that story is the part nobody talks about, and that is after he picked up his bed and walked, he dropped it because he wasn't going to be laying there wallowing in his stuff no more. Thanks a lot, Reverend Galen. Have a wonderful <laughs> <Thanks>. day. <laughs> Bye-bye. I appreciate it. God bless. <laughs> well, 
I think Reverend Bobby's question was a very good question. And again, please call in if you have any questions or comments to 888-558-6489. And because when you start talking about attention and intention, I was teaching it from the standpoint of having given your attention to something that you intend to have in your experience. But when you look at it from uh, from the angle that Reverend Bobby just gave me, it, it, it shows that it is important to have an intent because whatever is your intent, whatever is your dominant state of consciousness, whatever you're focused on gets your attention every time. And, it's, and see, it's neutral. It has nothing to do with what you consider positive. It has nothing to do with what you consider negative. It has everything to do with what you consider uh, you that you want to demonstrate in your life because what you give your attention to, you give your power to. Now, I wanted to read this quote about attention and intention. Uh, this is from Open Your Mind and Be Healed by Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. And it is page three for people who have the book. And this is attention because this is putting your mind on what you desire instead of what you are experiencing currently. She says, you are God's greatest creation. You are made in the image likeness of God. You are a child of God. You have mastery, authority, and dominion over everything in the physical world. Your true nature is spiritual and not human. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. This is not a motivational speech or a spiritual pep talk, but it is the truth about you. This truth did not originate with me or any other minister. It originated with the one power and one source of all. God. Now, this is important because reading statements like this shifts your attention. Instead of thinking about what you've gone through, what people are saying at work, dealing with your significant others or the children aren't acting right, we have to consistently put our attention on what is true about God and what is true about me. Now, it is important for us to realize that when we make this shift, our energy shifts because our thinking and feeling shifts. And when we start to talk from that perspective, that becomes our intent. My intent is to realize and know for myself that I'm God's greatest creation, that I'm made in the image and likeness of God. And I'm going to act in faith from this perspective. So it is important for us to realize that we don't have to think in ways that are inconsistent with our true nature. If I'm a spiritual being and I'm the image and likeness of God, then spiritually I'm already whole. But we have to think and believe in alignment with that and then act from that standpoint. It is really important that we keep our attention on what we desire. Now, Charles Fillmore has an interesting statement in the book Prosperity because he talks about keeping your mind on or your attention on God by blessing. This is what he says. This is on page 24 of the version that I have. 
He says, God is the source of a mighty stream of substance, and you are the tributary of that stream, a channel of expression. Blessing the substance increases its flow. If your money supply is low or your purse seems empty, take it in your hands and bless it. See it filled with the living substance ready to become manifest. As you prepare your meals, bless the food with the thought of spiritual substance. When you dress, bless your garments and realize that you are being constantly clothed with God's substance. Do not center your thoughts on yourself, your interests, your gains or losses, but realize the universal nature of substance. The more conscious you become of the presence of the living substance, the more it will manifest itself for you and the richer will be the common good of all. Now, this is important because he's saying that even when you bless your pocket or your wallet, your purse, your checkbook, your bank account, I would even say bless your bills. You're actually giving thanks you're actually acknowledging that there is an invisible source, a universal supply standing behind your intent. Remember, we said earlier that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth should live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. Therefore, when we realize that by blessing our money substance, blessing our food as we prepare it, blessing our clothes, blessing our furniture and our homes, blessing our homes, apartments, or wherever we're staying, blessing the things that are in our space, we're actually activating the power of God in that experience. That's giving your intention and attention to a thing. Blessing, blessing the substance increases the flow. Blessing the substance increases the flow. We have to always remind ourselves of that because we are connected to a universal substance, a universal presence, a universal activity that we call God that stands beyond and behind and underneath all visible and invisible manifestation. Fillmore has another quote that I love. This is on page 52 of the book, Prosperity. Again, this has to do with attention and intention. He says, every time you say, I am a little short of funds. I haven't as much money as I need. You are putting a limit on the substance in your own consciousness. Is that wisdom? You want a larger supply, not a limited supply of substance. Therefore, it is important to watch your thoughts so that the larger supply may come through your mind and into your affairs. Say to yourself, I am God's offspring, and I must think as God thinks. Therefore, I cannot think of any lack or limitation. It is impossible that in this universal mind that feels everything, there can be any such thing as absence. There is no lack of anything anywhere. In reality, 
The only lack is the fear of lack in the mind of man. We do not need to overcome any lack, but we must overcome the fear of lack. That's a powerful statement. Fillmore is saying yet again that what do you what do you put in your intention and attention on? He's saying don't talk this lack stuff. Don't talk about what the economy is because you are or what the economy is doing because you are your own economy. Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman used to say prosperity is my birthright. It is mine because I showed up only. It is mine because I showed up. Prosperity is my birthright. But but she would also say until you have the consciousness of your birthright, you can't benefit from it. If you remember um, the story in the Bible of Jacob and Esau, Esau did not have a consciousness of his birthright. Therefore, when he was hungry, he sold his birthright to Jacob for a pot of stew. And many times we sell our birthright. In other words, we engage in, in experiences that are not consistent with our true nature because we don't know who we are. And every time we do that, we're selling our birthright or devaluing ourselves because if we are a divine expression of God, then we don't need to be engaging in nonsense. And just because somebody else might not know who they are does not mean that we have to engage them at that level. Jesus always dealt with people from his Christ level. Therefore, he lifted people up when he engaged with them. He didn't go down to their level. We can do the same thing. What Jesus said, these works that I've done, you can do. And even greater works will you do. This is very important for us to realize that what we give our attention to, what we give our attention to matters because it literally gets our power. Now, just a reminder again that this show is supported by your donations and um, Unity Online Radio needs and desires your support. Let other people know about the show, this show and other shows and about the radio station in general. Support it and, and ask other people to support it so we can continue to transform the world. We need to let people know what we're doing. We need to let people know that they have an alternative to what the world is presenting to them, a spiritual alternative that speaks to the wholeness, not to the disjointed, fragmented mentality that the world is trying to present. So it is important that this message gets out, this transforming new thought message uh, uh, gets all over the world. We have to have the opportunity to, to present it and market it around the world. So make sure that you do donate. Again, make sure that you go on the website uh, and click on the crew so we can fellowship together and you can meet different Unity authors and speakers and people who are hosts of the online radio show so we can do uh, and celebrate together and learn the truth in an environment of fun, fellowship, and high consciousness. I think that does matter. And don't forget that uh, that there is a Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell uh, on Facebook. So go on the page and like it, and you'll see different updates and positive quotes and videos that I think will be beneficial to the transformation of your consciousness. We want to make sure that we give you every opportunity to win in life. 
So make sure that you work with us. And again, remember that you can call in and ask questions at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. And we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back shortly with Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. God bless you. Working at Unity Village is more than just a good job. It's good work. We're a not-for-profit organization that helps people around the globe live more abundant and meaningful lives. Our work environment is unique in keeping with the heritage of Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, visionary founders of the Unity Movement. At the same time, Unity is a 21st century workplace. Job seekers will find plenty of challenges in a wide range of specialties, from information technology to culinary arts communications to publishing prayer ministry to retreats and more employees are eligible for a variety of perks and benefits including a campus setting with year-round activities and a four-day work week in many departments to see what employment opportunities await you visit us at unityjobs.org and apply today Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, and today we're talking about living from your power. And this is part four of the living from your power um, um, series. You can go back to the website and go find my page on the unity.fm 
www.unity.fm uh, page and go to Truth Transforms. You can find the uh, past episodes. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so I want to talk about swiftly before we go back into teaching and if you have any calls. We want to, I want to let you know where you can find me um, if you are looking for me. Obviously, you can contact me through the show. You can click on email the host. You can also uh, 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 come to Christ Universal Temple. I'll be teaching a, a class in the Johnny Coleman Institute starting next week called The Three Laws of Performance. The class will be on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. to 11.45. That's the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple. You can go to www.cutemple.org for uh, more information or call the church at 773-568-2282. Also, I'll be at an event Friday night called uh, Rayla 2212 Sci-Fi Ball and Black Comics Lounge After Party at the Silver Room, which is at 1442 West Milwaukee. And I'll be talking about metaphysics. I'll be talking about the show with comic book fans because comic book fans many times talk about things like metaphysics, etc. And we're going to have a good time down there. Again, that's at Rayla 2212 Sci-Fi Ball Black's Comic Lounge After Party at the Silver Room, 1442 North Milwaukee. Also, on uh, on April 22nd, I'll be speaking with a senior minister and a fellow minister, uh, Reverend Rod Norton. So the Reverend Derek B. Wells, Reverend Rod Norton, and myself will be speaking during the Sunday morning service at Christ Universal Temple. Um, in the past, we used to travel as the Young Lions, and uh, that was a term we used for a while. And people, we would speak at conferences together. So we're going to do that on a Sunday morning. I think people will like that. So if you're in the area, check it out. And if not, Go to the website on the 22nd at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time and check it out, www.cutemple.org. Also, I'll be speaking at the Panorama of Truth for the Universal Foundation for Better Living in August. Um, you can go to www.ufbl.org for, for that, and um, that will be a really special lesson. Now, I want to quote Charles Fillmore again because I think he – really had a good grasp on attention and intention. On page 111 of the book Prosperity, he writes, God's will is health, happiness, and prosperity for every man. And to have all that is good and beautiful in the home is to express God's will for us. God's will is not expressed in a hovel, nor in any home where discord, lack, and unhappiness are entertained. Even a human guest would not stay long in such a home. To have a prosperous home, prepare it as the abiding place of God, who gives prosperity to all his children and adds no sorrow therewith. To determine to know God's will and do it. Affirm, I am determined to achieve success through doing God's will. That sums up the whole law. God is more willing to give than we are to receive. What we need to do is to determine what is his will and what he is trying to give and open ourselves to, to receive his bounty. We do that by willing to do his will. You can be and have anything you will to be and to have. Will to be happy. Will to be healthy. Will 
people to be prosperous. Now, what it simply is saying is we have to have an intent and a, uh, an intent for our own home and give all of our attention to creating space in our homes. Uh, uh, so when we, people walk into our homes, they can tell that this is a place where the presence of God abides as peace and love, harmony and joy. Many times you can walk into a space and tell immediately the intent and attention of the space. It vibrates with either peace, love, harmony, prosperity, or it vibrates with discord, lack, and injustice. You know, walking in the door, something's either really right about this place or something's out of alignment. So we have to focus on creating the space that we want. So when we want to live from our power, because that's what this series has been about, we have to remind ourselves consistently consistently that even our own homes or living space should have an intent you should walk into your space and create it to be your safe haven of wholeness and healing in other words when you walk into your own home it should be set up to represent the space you should pray in in the different rooms bless your furniture Bless your your um your, your the different rooms, the kitchen, the bathroom, the bedroom, the bed. Bless everything that's there. Make sure play meditative music. You know, make it a place to where you or anybody else that even thinks about your home is lifted up. Because why would you want to be consistently in space? That that devalues you or drains you. Now, I realize that everybody doesn't necessarily live alone, and this means that you have to communicate. That means you have to grow. That means you have to evolve. That means you have to stay prayed up. But it also means that you have to become intentional about the type of home that you desire. So if there are people in the house right now that are creating discord, realize that one with God is a majority. Uh, in the, in the, um, in the Torah, it talks about Moses uh, telling the children of Israel, five shall chase down the 100 and 100 shall chase down 1000. In other words, when you have the consciousness of what uh, uh, of truth, that truth, then to, to use a human word, infects or takes over the discord. But you have to keep. The consciousness high. If it's discord and in harmony in your home right now, be highly intentional that you want a home of peace and love and harmony and self-respect. And and then speak the words and take the actions that are consistent with harmony, love, wholeness, and self-respect. Because when you do that, you're creating space for people to grow properly. You know, uh, everything needs space to grow. You have to be able to, if you, if you dig up a tree, you'll see that the roots are spreading. You need space. You need harmony. You need proper soil for the tree to grow. Well, when you're in, in certain states of consciousness, those states of consciousness allow you to grow and evolve. So it, it is really important, really important that you create the environment for your own growth. Nobody's going to do that for you. It would be nice if people automatically just created the space in your at your job, uh, at school, at at your church, 
at your block club meeting and your at your family reunions in your home that will automatically create peace, harmony, and joy. But life doesn't work that way. Whatever you desire, you have to create for yourself. It is really important that you realize that you have to create it for yourself. Be the stand for your own peace. Be the stand. I used to tell my class that when people call you and want to give you a lot of drama and trauma and tell you all the story and want to get you worked all up to say, you know what? We need to start praying about this right now and go right into prayer. Because if you do that enough times, people will stop calling you with their mess. Go automatically into prayer because a person who really wants it to change, really wants it to transform, really wants it to be different, will want the prayer. And the people who don't, won't want the prayer. Just automatically just start praying. Say, so you, you know what? You're right. Let's start praying right now. And don't even hesitate. Go transition right into the prayer. And what that will do is it will show you if a person really wants their life to be different or if they're just talking. Because some people talk a good game. But as the, the prophet James Brown said, talking loud, saying nothing. So we want to make sure that we're not talking loud and, and saying nothing. We're actually putting action into play with our desires because faith without works is dead. We have to consistently remind ourselves over and over again to create through intention and attention the consciousness, the space, the environment that we desire. Nobody's going to do that for you. They can help you, but they can't do it. They, but they can't do it for you. Jesus said, "Where well, two or three are gathered together in my name or my nature, there I am in the midst." Only thing that means is there might be people who help you create the collective consciousness. And by creating that synergy, you have something that is greater than your individual consciousness could create on its own. But always realize when it's all said and done, you have to be the stand for your own peace, for your own prosperity, for your own health, for your own well-being, for your own joy, for your own life. You're responsible. Not even God can make you happy. Not even God. So when you realize that not even God can make you happy, you will take the responsibility to keep your intention and attention on the things of God, on your holiness, on your peace, on your love, on your joy. Remember, this show is here to support you in that process. You can call in. You can email me. You can contact my Facebook page at Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell, and we'll and I'll be glad to help you work through the process. But realize that we love you. Online Unity, Online Unity Radio loves you, and we're here to support you. Thank you for your support, and thank you for tuning in today to Truth Transforms. God bless you, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple.
What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you, but God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Warning. After listening to the Oneness Program, Fridays at 11 a.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, people have reported feeling a profound stillness in body and mind that continues well into the weekend. Others have found that their internal quiet is matched by a flow and ease in relationships and daily activities. Join Rev. Dr. Patricia Keel for the Oneness Program and experience the Oneness Blessing. Friday mornings, 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. talk to the animals and we know you can too on the animal communication podcast hosted by the three of us myself julie heert aaron Dendy smith and meredith tollison we will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions whether they're alive or in spirit as soul-level animal communicators we explain the process and explore topics such as health behavior and play all from the animal's perspective so subscribe and follow us on apple spotify and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.